you're affected by anything you hear on this podcast, get in touch via manblues at gmx.com or at manbluesuk on Twitter. We're not qualified to help, but we can listen. Please don't suffer in silence. Hi, I'm Leon Deggs, and this is Man Blues. In this week's episode, we're discussing an overactive mind. I don't actually need to set the scene on this one, I don't think. But, you know, for the purposes of people who don't suffer from an overactive mind, allow me to set the scene. So, you're lying in bed, it's the end of the day, you've had a quiet and or busy day, either or, doesn't really matter. Point of it is, you're lying in bed and you're trying to shut your brain off. Okay, we can discuss the merits or demerits of using your mobile phone or any kind of tablet or anything like that at the end of the night. I still question the validity of having a Kindle. Books are great to read, but they can also prevent you from shutting off your brain correctly. Um, when you're trying to get yourself to go to sleep and if you read anything too stimulating if you watch anything too stimulating it's stimulus and the point of stimulus is is that it prevents you from falling asleep however your brain also plays a huge part in this or rather your mind does and your brain's just sitting there as grey matter and churning and churning and keeping the body running and telling your lungs when to breathe in and when to breathe out and telling you when to swallow because your mouth is now full of saliva and all those things that your brain does. But your mind sits there, the back of the brain, while you're lying in bed, head resting on the pillow, and all of a sudden you're trying to shut your brain out, shut your mind out, shut everything out and just, you know, relax and listen to your own breathing and you're doing all these techniques to help you sleep and you're listening to the sounds outside and trying to shut out other sounds genuinely slowing down relaxing and then suddenly out of nowhere inside your mind you hear hey Degsy do you remember that time when and now your brain is going into overdrive or rather mine is hence my man blues about this now I'm not saying this doesn't affect women because it does. It affects everybody. It affects all walks of life because it's essentially a kind of a mechanism for coping. Your brain is trying to tell you that there's something that's unresolved and that's why you're kind of going through it, going over it and discussing it. So in my situation, when this thing happens to me, which it happens to me very regularly, when it happens... The main crux of it tends to be a reworked old conversation. I go over and over again a conversation that I had with somebody that, for whatever reason, lying there in bed on a Tuesday night, needs to have a better resolution than it had. I've mentioned in previous episodes I've got a relatively quick brain, I've got a pretty quick-witted mind, yet there are times in the heat of a conversation or the heat of a debate The brain doesn't serve the words that you need. And sometimes you're left wanting and you end up saying something silly or whatever it is. And then after the fact, this has happened to every single one of us, I can guarantee it. After the fact, you've gone, ah, that's what I should have said. This is what goes through my mind at the end of most days. I'm laying there in bed and I'm trying to fall asleep and I've had a busy day and I'm shutting my brain off and suddenly it goes, you know what you should have said to that woman? 
You know what you should have said to that man? You know what you should have said to that kid? Now, I've used man, woman and kid as pretty sensible examples of where this happens. The fact of the matter is, the reason I said kid is because it could be a child I spoke to that was a friend of my son's or it could be someone I spoke to when I was a child. That's the crazy thing with this. These are not conversations I had last week. These are not conversations I had last month. These are conversations I've had at some point. And during the day of the day when I'm lying in bed and falling asleep, at some point during the day, something was triggered in my subconscious that decided to basically replay that argument and or conversation in my mind that evening in bed. Because during the course of the day, your mind is engaged doing other bits and pieces like, you know, doing your day job or whatever. But at night, your brain kind of goes, hold on a minute, there was that one thing we needed to finish off. And then in comes the mind, click, off you go. So it tends to be embarrassing conversations or conversations that didn't go very well. Um, It also reminds me, I mean, there's a kind of a meme thing going around at the moment about things being cringe and everybody sort of, you know, that time when you said and that time when you did. Um, And even just as I'm explaining this, I'm reminded of the time I asked a girl out and uh, was embarrassed when she said no. And thanks, brain. That's a great example for me to have right in the middle of this podcast episode. But do you know what? I'm probably going to be reprocessing that tonight, which just annoys me right at this moment that I've remembered that particular embarrassing incident. And now I'm going to rework it. It's like, why? Why did that need to jump to the front of my brain? Why does my brain or my mind still think that that thing that happened nearly 35 years ago is important to remember now? What's that all about? The other thing I've got that's a real problem for me, and I genuinely hope I'm not alone in this, and I don't know why I have it, and I don't know any... I imagine other people do, but I have a permanent jukebox playing over and over in my head. Even as I'm sitting here now, talking my way through this podcast, genuinely, I can hear a song in the back of my brain, in the back of my mind, right there at the back, tiny little record player or jukebox or whatever you want to call it, a little mp3 player with a tiny little speaker on it, is playing in the back of the room that is my mind. Now if I was to compare my mind to a warehouse or an aircraft hangar, I'm at the door of the aircraft hangar and this little mp3 player is right at the opposite end. It's loud enough that I can just about hear it and it doesn't create any intrusive thoughts or anything foolish like that. But it's there at the back of the mind all the time. There's this little soundtrack to my life just playing away. Sometimes when I wake up in the middle of the night, for whatever reason, you know, certainly as I get older, it's usually because I need to pee. But when I wake in the middle of the night, the very first thing that I have running across my brain or my mind is whatever song of the day, song du jour, is playing through my head. It can be a song that I heard yesterday, it can be a song that I heard today, it can be a song I heard 25 years ago. There is no rhyme or reason to it. Sometimes it's triggered by a phrase, like something from the lyrics, that's quite normal. Um, and it also, it's kind of a bit of a game that I play. I say game, it's, it's not a funny game, is it? But it's a thing that I play with my son sometimes. When he mentions a phrase, um, it will trigger a song lyric that I've heard, and it will trigger the melody in my head, and I'll sing that song to him. The weird thing is, when that happens, that song doesn't replay in the brain. It doesn't go round and round and round. I can't understand why the song that's fizzing round in my brain at night is actually still there. Because 
I may have sung two or three songs during the day, I've definitely heard songs during the day, or I've heard references to other lyrics that I hear, and all these kind of things, and I just think, why is this happening? Now, I used to have a fix that would work here, and the old fix used to be that whatever song was stuck in my head, I just needed to go and play in full. So hopefully it would be a song that I had, if not, I'd have to search for it. But that old method no longer works because my brain has got ahead of me and realized that that's how I'm stopping the songs from playing, so now they don't stop. And what tends to happen is if I now go and play the song that's buzzing around in my head in the jukebox, it gets worse and it stays with me for much longer. So the strange thing for me is, specifically in regards to this jukebox that's fizzing around in my brain the whole time, I like to play the guitar, I like to play other people's songs, I like to play my own songs, and recently I've decided I'd like to go and do an open mic session, so I've been practicing a couple of songs backwards and forwards and around and about. None of the songs that I'm practicing are in the jukebox when I'm woken up in the middle of the night. Not one of them. So if there's a psychologist or psychiatrist out there who can explain why the songs that I'm working on, I'm trying to understand the melody, trying to get it right, trying to play the chords right, I've been standing in the room with the guitar around my neck practicing, those songs don't haunt me. I will wake in the middle of the night and I'll have a completely random song that I haven't heard in ages stuck in my head. If I then go and listen to it, that's me broken for the next three weeks. That's all I will hear in the back of my brain all the time. So I started to wonder, obviously, why? There's a theory that at the end of the day, your brain will process the things that you've experienced during that day. That's what we do during sleep is kind of, you know, that's how dreams are often coming about because of sort of unfinished things or things that happen during the day. And that's why you sometimes when you have a dream, you have a dream about a work colleague or a school friend or whatever, because it doesn't necessarily mean they're on your thoughts for any other reason other than maybe you saw them that day or the scenario that your brain is taking you down in the dream has got that person involved. That's all it is. So basically your brain is trying to unhelpfully show you what it wishes you did at the time or, you know, that sort of scenario. That's fine. I understand that. I get that. I I certainly understand the, the point of processing whatever I've gone through that day. Totally fine. But why is it still doing it five years later? Why am I replaying that scenario in my head after five years? What's the point of that? Also, why do I need the constant jukebox? What's that got to do with anything? It's never the same song. One song gets stuck for weeks. Others are gone after a couple of days. It only takes these trigger phrases to, to get it from the lyrics, whatever. But why is my brain processing that in the middle of the night? Where's the sense in that? What am I supposed to be gaining from that as a person to help me understand something in my life or in my day? So, I genuinely hope I'm not alone with this. I, 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 I realise that, I mean, this is the 44th episode of the podcast. There haven't been many guests coming on. I've already done an episode where I talk about success and possibilities of this, that and the other. So, I'm, it, it plays on my mind a little bit that I don't think the podcast is getting the kind of traction I hoped it would. But to be fair, I am the master of my own downfall because I've not done any advertising. I've only reached out to two or three people. I'm basically the best procrastinate, worst procrastinate. I'm good at procrastination. Point is, I looked up some positivity on how to help with switching off an overactive mind. The very first thing I came across had seven steps. The seventh one, (laughs) I read it and I thought, come on, really? So, let me take you through them one by one. Number one, 
focus on the now, not the future or the past. For some people, racing thoughts is what this website called it. Racing thoughts stem from something that has not happened and may never happen. Well, that's true. All of the conversations I replay are replayed with me saying something more exciting and better and winning than I did at the time. I know they're not true. I want them to stop. Number two, take deep breaths. Okay, I'll try taking deep breaths. Number three is to think about other options. Okay, probably worth a try, definitely. Uh, Number four is use mantras. (laughs) How does a mantra work if the mantra has a repetitive kind of tone to it and ends up probably in my head sounding like a song and then it's just going to be on the jukebox. So I'm just going to end up having a mantra going round and round and round. So all it's doing there, I guess, is it's replacing obtrusive thoughts with a mantra just flipping round. Okay. Try distractions. Okay. That's that's number five. That's a little tricky to do when you're trying to fall asleep. Isn't it? I mean, the age-old one is usually try counting sheep, isn't it? And that you usually get bored of counting how many sheep have leapt over the gate after a hundred or so. Um, a friend of mine once tried that and I'm sure well again it's an apocryphal story but I'm pretty sure he told me something along the lines of he got to about 2,000 sheep before he realised he wasn't going to fall asleep because what had happened then was as he was counting the sheep to try to help him sleep he was actually um, getting patterns in his head about you know I've done 10 now so he he was subconsciously well he he sort of realised so it was conscious in a way he realised he was actually flicking his thumb up every time he got to 100 number 6 is exercise yeah, okay, there is something to be said for that, and I will. I do completely agree with this, because if you are physically tired, it's hard for your brain to go racing. Just by virtue of the fact I read this particular suggestion, it makes me think the reason why my brain does what it does is because of the kind of job I have. Because my job is not a physical job, it's a mental job. I sit there and I think all day long. I'm problem solving, I'm working my way around issues, I'm having to understand things, and it's all thinking. To the point where we've recently had a discussion about coming back into the office after lockdown and I've got no intention of doing that purely because the distractions in the office are too great. We have a very heavy thinking job and if we were to come back into the office it's not going to help. But the seventh one, the one where I kind of stopped doing any research because I thought this is what a lot of them are going to say is, brace yourselves, inhale lavender essential oil there's the podcast I don't need to say anything more because when a solution comes down to using essential oils then you know that there's absolutely no cure for it because if there was a cure the cure would be something like eat more vegetables or have a healthy smoothie but when, <laughs> but when the answer is use lavender essential oil use essential oils of any kind yeah, as opposed to actual medication. Um, here at Man Blues, we don't hold a lot of truck with essential oils because, uh, especially not with Facebook mums and so on. Anyway, um, I suppose in short, the solution to my problem might just actually be that I am the problem and the only way to solve my problem would be I'm going to get some rest when my brain finally stops working. So I'm Leon Deggs and I can just about hear you over my own thoughts. Thank you so much for listening.